Apple revealed iOS 16, macOS Ventura, and watchOS 9 during the main keynote of WWDC in June last year. God, it hurts me to admit that the 2022 is already over. But now that we have gotten our hands on most of the promising features Apple has announced and have been using them for a few months, we're starting to find them quite mundane, right? And to be honest, we're starting to find what could have been better or what more do we want. For instance, I loved the iPhone lock screen feature when it came out, but now it's been so long. I'm I'm just tired of constantly playing with my live screen now. I mean, some innovation there is needed, right? New year, new me. The Apple needs to apply new year, new me to the iOS versions, and this is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode of the iGeeks Blog Show. Since it's the beginning of the year, and all of us are supercharged to achieve. unimaginable things in our lives i'm going to give you guys some extravagant information about the new ios update so stay tuned and don't forget to connect with us on our social media channels i've added the links in the description hello and welcome to the igeeks blog show an apple exclusive podcast in today's episode we're going to be talking about everything we know about ios 17 I'm your host Harshanki. If you want to connect with me, you can just hit me up on Instagram Harshanki with an extra i. And if you want all of this information in written format, don't forget to download our app. I've added all the links in the description. Despite iOS 17 being months away, I'm already building a mental wish list of features that I want to see. And there's a lot that Apple can work upon. So despite of it being a trillion dollar company and coming up with some of the most unexpected features, and ecosystem transitions and automations they always managed to surprise us with something better to start with given apple's track record of hosting the wwdc in june for the past decade we can expect that apple will announce ios 17 and wwdc in june 2023 most likely the beta versions of ios 17 will be available shortly after the announcement and the public rollout of ios 17 is expected around september 2023 alongside the much awaited iPhone 15 series. Again, the speculation is based on the decade-long history of these events. What device would be supported? You know, at this point, because it's very, very, very new, I can't really predict the device. Usually, Apple provides software updates to iPhones for up to five years. Now, this number can extend to six in rare cases where the hardware can't handle the software update. Probably. Uh, the last iPhones to get the update would be the 10R, 10S, and 10X Max, and maybe SE 2020 and 2022 would also get the 2022 would get it for sure. But maybe 2022, uh, SE 2020 would also get an upgrade. It might be discontinued for 8, 8 Plus, and 10 because these were released in 2017, and they've received iOS 16 already, which probably looks like the major iOS update for them. It's a little hard to also believe that these devices also are five years old, but there also might be a possibility that they get iOS 17. You never know. Talking about the features now, here are a couple of features. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna divide this episode in two different directions. First is a lot of features which were launched at certain countries with iOS 16 updates and are yet to roll out to major part of the world, and a lot of these features are something that. Sounds like very organic. Looking at the development of iPhones or the iOS updates coming out in the last year, 
Also a bonus part where there are certain features I've been adding to my wish list for such a long time that I really want Apple to come out with at least one of them. Push notifications. See, Apple said iOS 16 and iPadOS 16 will add opt-in support for web-based push notifications in 2023. Now, this feature allowed the iPhone and iPad users to receive notifications from website through Safari, just like notifications sent through apps. Apple Pay Later. Pay Later was announced in WWDC June 2022. It is a financing feature that will let qualifying customers in the US split the purchase into four equal payments over six weeks. with no interest or fees to pay this feature was built into the wallet app and will be available for purchases online and in apps on the iPhone and iPad apple said it is coming in a future software update for qualifying applicants in the us and may not be available across all the states or countries with 16.2 apple pay later did not come out and it's also not present in the first beta of 16.3 mark german suggested that it might launch with 16.4 and if not then probably with 17 security keys for apple id the first 16.3 beta enables a new security keys for apple id feature that apple said will be available globally in early 2023 the feature gives users the option to use hardware security keys to further protect their account for users who enable this feature security key strengthens apple's two factor authentication by requiring a hardware security key as one of the two factors instead of a verification code from another apple device apple card savings account another add on to the apple fintech sector in october apple announced that apple card users would soon be able to open a new high yield savings account from goldman sachs and have the daily cash card back rewards automatically deposited into it with no fees no minimum deposits no minimum balance requirements The account would be managed through the wallet app on the iPhone. Once the account is set up, all daily cash received from that point would be automatically deposited into it and start earning interest unless a user opts to continue having daily cash added to their Apple Cash balance. Apple Card provides 2 to 3% daily cash on purchases made with Apple Pay and 1% on purchases made with a physical card. The savings account was listed in the release note for iOS 16.1 release candidate. And Goldman Sachs updated its Apple Card customer agreement for the feature, but it's still not launched. The savings account is still not available in the first iOS 16.3 beta released, and it's very unclear to me that when is it going to come out. Call recording. Users have been requesting native call recording support on iOS for several several years, and we hope that Apple makes this feature available with iOS 17, given its demand. Also. When there are ways to record calls on iPhone using third-party applications and services, who wouldn't love to have an inbuilt feature? Isn't Apple infamous for using third-party apps for a lot of things and then killing the entire business by launching an inbuilt? Hoping for it to come out this year. RCS has been a top requested thing for Apple for years now. See, iMessage is very popular in some countries. However, many regions don't depend on this platform for texting whatsoever. Even if you have been a loyal iPhone user for years, in some areas people solely rely on WhatsApp for formal and business communications, while others rely on instant messaging apps such as Line or Instagram or Twitter. Endless options, right? When someone with an iPhone texts an Android user, the message is sent as an SMS, which means that without third-party IM apps, users on two different platforms can't exchange high-quality media. 
files, etc. Now, I'm not saying that by incorporating RSC, the blue-green bubble issue will suddenly be resolved or that Google will stop calling on Apple to implement it. I don't expect the world to ditch WhatsApp anytime soon. However, it would be nice to have the option to reach those on a different platform properly without needing to depend on third-party solutions. Apple has explicitly stated that it hasn't implemented RSC because its users seemingly don't care about it. Maybe I'm the only Apple user in the world who wants it to happen so bad. But I'm sure at least tens of thousands of you, at least people who are listening to this episode, would also appreciate having this addition. It's a decent bridge between two operating systems that will only help bring people together closer. A battery widget on iOS 17. Your Mac knows the battery level of iPhone and iPad. It's true. You can go ahead and launch the Find My app on any of your Apple devices. There you'll see the approximate battery level of each device. What I don't understand is though, why Apple still hasn't implemented this piece of data into the battery widget. We would certainly appreciate being able to view this level of any device through the easily accessible widget instead of launching Find My app and trying to make approximate guesses based on the visual. Apple devices are already aware of each other's presence. They act as single entity thanks to the company's tight ecosystem. Such implementation should require a lot of resources and it certainly would be a welcome change. Speaking of widgets, allowing us to interact with the recently revamped widgets would definitely bring them a step closer to perfection. A predictive dial for God's sake. It's the 21st century and the phone app on iOS desperately needs a boost. A predictive dial would be a good start for iOS 17. Like when I start hitting digits, the app should simultaneously scan for two things. Matching phone numbers in my contacts and contact names. I shouldn't need to dig through my contacts every time I want to make a call. Favorite contacts widget, which was discontinued, will also be like a good welcoming change in iOS 17. Split screen. The split screen feature allows you to use two separate apps simultaneously. This feature is already available in the iPad and Mac, but it's yet to make its way to the iPhone. Now, one can argue that the iPhone screen is not as big as the iPad, so the feature cannot be feasible for the iPhone. It is also true that iPhone users won't be able to make the most of this feature on the 6.7-inch screens. There needs to be a more substantial reason not to provide the feature. Additionally, several Android manufacturers have integrated this feature already. So one of the best smartphones in the world out there has to test this feature. Dual apps. A lot of applications we use allow users to use and switch between multiple accounts on a single app. For example, you can have multiple Instagram accounts and switch between them by double tapping on the profile icon. However, many apps allow users to have one account active on a single app. For instance, WhatsApp or any of the banking apps that you use. And that is where the ability to clone apps and use different accounts and different versions of the same app would come in handy. Will Apple join the party? <laughs> we'll have to wait and watch. Third-party app store. Ooh, another spice added to the entire app store thingy after the Epic Games fiasco. And Epic Games is reportedly testing another app store. Not just that, even Mark Gurman claimed that Apple will allow users to install applications from third-party app stores. Since the news results from Apple trying to comply with EU laws, the chances of third-party app stores are pretty, pretty, pretty high. Siri. Almost every year, Apple claims that Siri has become smarter. I don't see it, to be honest. And I'm hoping that you don't, if you do, change my mind. At this point, I've lost count of how many times I've asked Siri to turn my light blue, 
Only for it to start playing music I've never heard in my life. It's also not the greatest at maintaining context in a long conversation. At this point, I almost wish Apple implemented Google Assistant on iPhones instead. The virtual assistant is infinitely smarter and more intuitive to use. I always find myself overthinking how to phrase a command just to make sure it doesn't understand my request. A feature that I'm dying to have and for all the people who are lazy active like me is Face ID should detect my faces through orientation when scrolling in bed. You know, most of us, most of us, no matter how idealistic we claim our lives to be, scroll on our phones before falling asleep. And that is the first thing we do when we wake up. Typically, I'm lying down on my side. So our phone is naturally held on landscape orientation. Every single night, I have to lock the phone's orientation to portrait because otherwise, the content will also flip to landscape orientation. The true depth camera which powers face ID can already scan my face in pitch black environments. I only hope iOS 17 introduces a true orientation feature that uses these advanced sensors to detect my face's orientation before flipping all the screen content on its side. One of the last features that I'm really looking forward to is can the wallet app finally live up to its name? Many people can leave their physical wallets at home. I don't remember the last time I picked up my physical wallet unless I'm in a different country altogether. After all, the Apple Wallet app allows users to store bank cards, IDs, boarding passes and more. Just catch though. The support, sadly, is limited. On Android phones, it's possible to depend on the NFC chip for contactless payments, even if the issuing bank doesn't support Google Pay. The process isn't straightforward, but it's doable. On the dark side, things are different. If a bank doesn't support Apple Pay, then you simply can't write the NFC chip to mimic the card. As a result, you still have to carry your cards around, if your bank or region doesn't support Apple Pay. Similarly, you can add QR codes to the wallet app to third-party solutions. Having a native card creator would simplify our lives. I mean, many of us depend on QR codes to pass through certain gates. Having the ability to add these QR codes without needing third-party apps in iOS 17 would make our lives easier. Not to mention that many users are unaware of these third-party applications and the fact that you can create your own wallet cards. iOS 17 is still months away. However, Apple surely has an idea of what it's going to present to us on a platter in June this year and probably things are at the final testing stage by now. Which means by Feb or March, we'd start having more concrete rumors, some leaks and hopefully get the things that we're looking for. What is the one feature that you really desperately want Apple to launch with iOS 70? Let us know on our social media channels. We're available everywhere as iGeeks Blogs. I've added the link in the description. And if you want to connect with me, you can just hit me up on Instagram or Shanky with an extra I. I'm going to sign off for this week. But we have more exciting content coming up for you in the coming weeks. So don't forget to tune into the iGeeks Blog show. You're listening to her Shanky. I'm going to see you guys next week. Till then, stay hydrated, take good care of yourselves and I'm wishing you a very, very, very happy new year. Sayonara!